0: what's up everybody and welcome back to a very special installment of ask pj braun here at blackstone labs headquarters if you don't know let me introduce five-time avn winner kendra lust here with us today to answer all of your maybe less than inappropriate questions <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll
1: see where it goes hi everyone
0: Big day. This is a big day today. Welcome,
2: welcome, I was welcome. very excited. I woke, I, woke well, I always wake up early, but I, I woke up and I started texting the guys like how excited I was about today, group texted everybody, so I've actually had a little bit of anxiety, though, all morning, making sure that we got uh, this ready on time.
0: I actually, um, you know, it didn't happen on Christmas this year. Uh, I went to sleep just fine on Christmas, but last night I just couldn't sleep. I was like, this is so great. <laughs> <laughs> this is better That's than That's the Christmas. effect that you have, Kendra. Aw, <clears throat>
2: oh,
1: thank you. Thanks for being here, or, I'm, or thanks for letting me be on the podcast. I'm excited, so, yeah.
2: Do you ever get tired of guys, like, being that way with you, or does it, it? are you just totally okay with it?
1: Um, you know, it's hard for me to, I don't, it's, I know, and, and um, it's, it's funny, like, people I work with are like, well, you know, don't you know, you know you're like a sex symbol or a sex icon, and it, I don't see myself like that. I mean, I feel just me. So a lot of times um, I'm kind of oblivious. I don't even notice because I'm kind of in my own world. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm at an age now where I really appreciate it. So it's me. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'll give you, a, a, for the listeners, a very opposite answer to that question. So I have women throw themselves at me all of the time. And I welcome it. And I, I, I will appreciate more for the ladies out there who have maybe been a little shy of talking to me. Just lay it on me. I I can't get enough of it.
0: Lay it on thick. Lay it on thick. Slather it on
2: there for him. So I wanted to bring uh, Kendra on because I found out recently that a friend of mine was... A a personal trainer friend of mine who trains a lot of um, women over 40 had been basically treating... I don't want to say treating, uh, but I suppose you could say treating menopause with Entice Her. And he reached out to me saying... He had at least a dozen women that were doing so so good, and you know he had read this this uh, study on maca, which is the, the main ingredient, and entice her and how how good it is for women. So I was like, you know what, I should bring um, Kendra on and and do some stuff, you know, to hype up entice because that is our our product together. And um, Kendra was a nurse, so I'm sure you've dealt with women, you know, going through menopause before. And, uh, you know, you're going to be in that position as a woman as well, no matter what, you can't fight it. You know, that that's, that's life. And now, you know, you know that you can take something herbally every day. That's going to make you feel a lot better.
1: Absolutely. And And I, oh, I have my bottle right here, like on my desk, (laughs) you know, my motivator. So, um, so I love it. Um, I, well, I'm really proud to say, uh, I'm proud of my age. I'm, I'm not ashamed. Um, I turned 40 this year, so, um, I don't know. It was, at first it was like kind of shocking, but in all honesty, 40 is really great. I don't, um, I can't explain it. Um, I don't know what, what changes, but it's a combination of the entice and just age, but, um, sex drive is, is great. I love to talk about it. I'd love to share it. I actually have women that come up to me at the gym, um, and ask me for like tips, you know? Um, so I, I think it's really cool. And having, uh, Entice, it's really cool to be able to have something for them, you know, in, in addition to advice. So it's like, here, try a sample. So um, personally, I've connected with some people uh, locally that uh, Entice has helped, and it's, it's really cool. So I'm really happy about it.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I got a text from um, one of our athletes this morning who's 45, mm-hmm. and um, she started taking Entice this week because she had heard about uh, what we were doing with the podcast, and she uh, texted me this morning. And um, said, oh my God, entice is amazing. And so uh, Josh, I'll show you who it is after I want to embarrass her on, on the air. but um, I, I you know I didn't think to market it that way. I, I guess that's a mistake on, on my part but I'm happy because now we have a whole new way to market entice. It's not just for you know increasing your your you know your fun times during sex. It's not just for you know enhancing the experience. It's actually something that can be taken every single day. You know, once you're over 40, really for the rest of your life – to make you feel better, balance your hormones more efficiently.
0: In the same way that men take HRT exactly. To, mm-hmm. you know, everybody wants to tell you, like, oh, you know, 30, 40, it's just getting old, man. It's just, you, just that's the feeling of getting old, and it's really not true. You really just have probably low T, yep. and you go to the doctor, and you get supplemented for that, and then all of a sudden, everybody's like, wow, I have so much energy. I feel so much stronger. It's kind of the same thing, and that's one thing that I think is important about Entice is that, you know, in the market, you have so a, a vast – Endless, infinite amount of products for men, and basically like nothing for women. Yeah. Like, wh- how is it even possible that we could just f- completely forget about the clearly more important half of the entire yeah. equation? Like, yes,
1: I agree with you on that. Because without us, you're not having sex. That's no. what I'm saying. Nobody's getting laid if no. the girls
0: <laughs> aren't. Uh...
1: <laughs> you know what? But,
0: uh, but I love it. I uh, I
2: originally was going to uh put this product out under blackstone and then i started thinking like maybe i'll start another llc and um i won't tell the long version of the story but i sent some to uh kendra to try and and you know she said that she thought it was going to be like bullshit like come on give me a break you're gonna give me a pill that's gonna make my sex better and you know then she she texted me and she was like holy crap like her exact words were if you can make every woman feel like that you're gonna make a billion dollars and i was like wow you think it's that good
0: and that's coming from like
2: number one in the industry. Yeah, so you know that's why I sent it to her. I, I didn't want some some girl that like has barely
0: had sex doing it. I wanted an all star. If that's if that's coming from Kendra, you you already know it's going to work wonders for you. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and you know, I, people in the industry know. Um, like to even on, on film, you know, like I I'm, I'm pretty real, and I try to express. Um, my true sexuality, as much as I can, within the director, uh, you know, whatever right. they allow. But um, so I think coming from me, and, and you know, I say it with conviction because I've used it and, and I know what it does. So um, it speaks volumes. I mean, uh, especially in the industry. So
2: volumes. Plus, I get to tell people that I make Kendra Less come hard. Boom. <gasps> right.
0: What? What an an advantage. With I-
2: without touching her sadly, but I still get to make her
0: come hard and just.
1: Well, hey, hey, I mean, it, um, you're a pleaser, so. Um, <laughs> I, yes, I, I am.
0: Uh, A people pleaser of know. all kinds.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, listen, I can talk about uh, Kendra coming for hours. Uh, and I, I, I'll tell you this. I'm not lying. I say this all the time and it's not a joke, but I consistently, even though we're friends and partners, Masturbate to Kendra Lass, and I will for the rest of my life. It's a, a regular part of my life. I'm not embarrassed about it, and it's a it's a part of my relationship with her that I feel is kind of important. Because although we'll never have sex, and I understand that, I feel more of an intimate connection
0: with her. And any man out there listening to this that says that you, in this position, sitting right here where we are right now, would say, "Oh no, no, I don't." I haven't watched any of your work. You're lying. Yeah, you're lying. You are fucking lying. Every now and then, somebody
2: will be like, oh, I don't know who she is. I'm like, shut
0: up. Yes, you do. Well,
1: you know, everybody has a genre, though. So not everybody's into milfs. Yeah. So it just depends. So I agree.
0: Everybody does have a genre, but it doesn't matter what your genre is. Everybody knows that you are the number one milf. Yes. Everybody Everybody knows that. No man on this planet has ever Mm -hmm. watched porn in their life. The only men that don't know that are men that don't have access to the Internet.
2: So my uh my – my ex from back in the day comes on to my QA all the time. I mean, and we're still like friends after all these years. You know, she's married, got a kid and everything. No, no ill will. We dated for like four years from like 19 to 23. And she's actually really into porn also. I was like a thing that we had between each other. And so when all this started happening with Entice, she was like, you know, thought it was so cool and yada, yada, yada. And, and at one point she was like, so you guys fucked, right? And I was like, no. And so she liked to tell people for a while that I was like a man whore after we broke up. I like to consider just being cool. You beef slut. And uh, I was like, no, I, I didn't. She was like, seriously? I was like, I swear to God. And she goes, why? And I was like, the opportunity is just not there for me. And she was like, that sucks for you. I would. And I was like, I bet you would. It's good to know you still have the uh, same taste as I do, but it is strictly business.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and, and I think um, it, people think because I do adult that, you know, I'm, I'm having sex with everybody that I'm working with or it's just it it, it doesn't it doesn't always work that way. So, um, yes, it's fun to do what I do, but, um, you know, it, <laughs> it, you have to separate it at times. So, um, so, yeah. Would you,
2: would you uh, agree that if, if you're following the guidelines to the adult industry and staying within those guidelines, it's actually – a lot safer when it comes from the sexual you know transmitted diseases standpoint than just being somebody that's out partying and going around town
1: oh 100 percent. yep i trust industry people mm-hmm. i mean and and it's nothing to um i'm not trying to offend uh civilians in any way shape or form and i know i hate to use that term but mm. ultimately you know if you're in the industry you're much safer yep. I mean we're tested every 14 days um we know our status like I was just tested on the first, no, the third of the month. So, um, so I know exactly where I'm at, um, where a lot of people, you know, they don't, it's just not something, I don't know. I think people think that they are immune to, um, and, and, you know, and if a girl looks hot um, and, you know, or a guy is hot that, you know, they're not, um, they don't have anything and that's, that's really scary. So um,
2: now new studies are coming out about the high percentages of HPV. And yeah. that they eventually lead to all sorts of forms of cancer. So, you know, yeah. and then people are just passing these things around without realizing it. And you're not only are you passing, you know, a, a disease around, but you're also basically saying, here, if this doesn't screw your life up, go have cancer in, in 20 years. You know, right. so um, most of my industry friends, although I'm not in that industry, they never have sex with civilians without a condom. Like, they're very, very, very foot forward about it. And most of my non-industry friends, like, I'll be honest, like, I hated condoms. Like, if I had to use a condom, I'd be like, ah, fuck it, I don't uh, want to have sex. Yeah. Fortunately, you know, my, my blood work, I was lucky enough to be okay. Uh, you know, I had some freaking scary moments back in the day. But, you know, the average person these days is very careless and stuff like that. Yeah, I and
1: mean, I think it's just, you know, lack of education or, or you know, the the whole condom thing. You know, guys don't want to use them and Particularly, I don't like condoms either, you know. But, yeah.
2: You have to be safe, guys. All right, well, we don't want to – not be able to answer all the questions there's a lot of questions for you as so I'm, i expected I'm like
0: retaining myself like i want to get deeper into this so do i i know we, we we should just have Ke- I want Kendra own, as, a, as a regular guest i want my own questions for kendra but we have to get to this literally there's a bible stack of questions people here. would get mad like
2: if we did a regular show i feel like the listeners would get mad because i would be asking all of my own que- questions even though i've been talking to kendra for years i still have endless questions for her
1: i love questions
2: tell me about um, this girl I, I, uh, and we're not gonna we're not gonna get into this conversation but I oftentimes ask uh, Kendra and Randy, who many of you will not know, but uh, Randy is, well, what is his position? He's always with you.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, just when I'm in LA, but I mean, he was texting me this morning about his cat, you know. His cat
2: it. is so cute. Oh my God.
1: So, so yeah, so Randy um, has been a friend of mine for about six years. Uh, actually seven now, and um, we met a little bit before I started in the industry, and um we remained in contact. And then when I opened the agency, I thought he would be a good fit. So he basically runs a talent agency and um, helps with, you know, outside projects, uh, facilitating, you know, um, you know, different things. So, so yeah. So
2: what I love about Randy is, so, you know, you guys are gonna have like your, you know, your fantasy view of Kendra. And I of course have that view also, but Kendra is like the sweetest person alive. So she won't say anything bad about people. So I'll ask about certain people and she'll give like the really like diplomatic answer and then Randy gives me like his answer and it almost always is like a letdown. Like I'll be like, "Oh, here's this new girl that I really like a lot." And then he'll give me his answer, but when he gives me his approval, it makes me then like that girl even more and then I start watching her more after. Seals that. the deal, you yeah. know it's real. So that's, that's a deal sealer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's
2: get into her questions. I don't want to keep taking up time.
0: All right. So I'm gonna. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, hands down, I'm going to be the smiliest <laughs> and the most uncontrollably laughing through this podcast than anyone we've ever done, because some of <laughs> these are going to be great. Um, so it says, it's, this one comes, it says, hello, Kendra Lust. My name is Lewis from Uptown, New York. When you're at the gym, does it be long hours at the gym or just short workouts? It just depends on
1: the time. I was just telling PJ earlier, like I was having a this- crappy day at yesterday. And I was just trying to get in some cardio. I kind of overscheduled myself with stuff. So it just depends on the day, you know, um, generally I don't want to live there. You know, I don't want to hang out there for too long. So 45 minutes, hour and a half. It just depends. Sometimes 20 minutes like yesterday. So I get it in when I can.
0: Next one says, hi, Kendra. Thanks for taking our emails. My question, any chance you are coming to Florida to feature dance anytime soon? Thanks, Tim.
1: Oh. Oh. You know, I love Florida. I have Family down there. You guys are down there, which uh, is is very cool. Um, unfortunately, the only thing I have going down, uh, going on there, is shooting in Miami. So I'll be in Miami the first um, week of May. So I might extend my trip a little bit longer, but I'll be down there for the week, first week of May. But nothing for um, for featuring, unfortunately. So you have to have some request me down there. The
0: next one says what's the secret to stay clean when you have anal with your girl asking for a friend, (laughs) best regards friend.
1: I love it. Okay. So, um, as far as anal, it's all in the prep. Um, you know, some girls, you know, it really depends on the person. Some girls will just, um, use it like a douche or excuse me, an enema, not a douche, an enema, um, A couple enemas till clear before they have sex. So they'll maybe prepare a couple hours before. Other people, like when I do film, I do, I have this whole routine. Like, it's just, I know what to do. And I don't do a ton of it, but um, there's like a showerhead enema. So you do it the night before. And then, you know, you fast um, overnight, obviously. And then uh, in the morning, you just another enema. Make sure you're clear and you're good to go. Did you know
2: about that? Nope are you gonna buy you just- one i kind of want to buy one now. <laughs> i knew
0: yeah. it i knew it
2: that was it, it stuck in my brain immediately i didn't know that you could get a shower head <laughs> i Anima.
1: knew it yeah and they're really inexpensive from amazon you can get a kit for like 50 bucks i mean the <laughs> the whistle, clean you will feel so confident it'll so, be amazing
0: i can tell you right now that is going to be on pj's doorstep in two days Amazon's yeah because on. i get weekly colonics so i'm yeah. i didn't know that you could do that literally yeah how yeah. about that at least once a week he's leaving the office he's like all right guys i'm going for my colonic and everybody's like thanks yeah
2: because nobody loves getting water rushed up their ass the way that i do
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> that funny it's funny that you you love it and when i go in i'm completely embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> at you know, this right? at this
2: point i'm not even in, like the girl who does my colonics like she's kind of gotten into like my my circle of friends now so I like make silly jokes. Like she went to, she went to my, my doctor yesterday and she's like, Oh, it's was just with the doctor talking about you. And I was like, you didn't tell her what my butthole looks like. Did you? And she just like laughs. And she's like, no, I don't tell anybody what your butt looks like. Um, And it's just like so casual at this point.
0: Is it a man or a woman that does yours? Kendra. Oh, it's
1: a lady. And she's like older. She's like 55. And I'm like, Okay, if I could just have privacy, I prefer you not to be in the room when I'm in here. And she's like, "Oh, okay." So I'm like, I- "I'll call you if I need you." Like, I just-
0: <laughs> she's like, "What do you mean? I'm always in the room when I watch you at my house." We have full
2: conversations during mine, just sitting there, <laughs> every time.
0: We've actually videotaped PJ's. Yeah, th- I let them videotape me. Oh,
1: I'm poop shy. No.
0: <laughs> <I'm> poop shy. <laughs> all right. Next one says, "Hi Kendra, my name is Darnell Jefferson, and I have a two-part question. First of I all, am- I don't know you are. Wow, she knows him. I want to say congrats on your nominations for your AVN and XBids awards. Also <clears throat> also for bringing Entice booth at Exotica last November. It was awesome, and it didn't shock me that it was named Best Booth by X Critic. My two questions are, do you plan on bringing back your Entice booth to AVN and or to other Exotica locations since it was a major su- success at Exotica NJ last year? And the last question is, what performer would you like to work with that you haven't had the chance to work with yet? Darnell Jefferson.
1: Okay. Hi Darnell. I adore you. You are one of my favorite fans and you already know that. Um, He goes by DJ. Um, So as far as AVN, not this year, it was kind of a crunch time, PJ, and I decided um, it wouldn't be uh, doable this year. Potentially next year, but we have discussed doing other conventions, so you can um, definitely look for us at other um, conventions or exoticas throughout the year in 2019. And then last question. <laughs> no, I forgot my last question. What um, was
0: the last
1: question? Was,
0: what performer uh, would you like to work with that you haven't had the chance to yet?
1: Okay. So I had a little taste of Jill Cassidy, and let's just say I'll um, be a little bit more. So Jill Cassidy is the sweetest um It's kind of like the older, younger fantasy. So I would definitely enjoy working with with her again.
2: What do I have to do to get you to do a scene with uh, Victoria June?
1: Victoria June. I mean, I, you know, I, okay. As far as um, male talent, I pretty much have, uh, okay. So here's how it goes. I work with a lot, just mostly the big companies. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty selective with who I work with at this point. Um, They have a list of girls. Uh, that they have to shoot. So must shoot this girl, must shoot this girl. Mm -hmm. Guys are, um, they have a couple of contract guys, but they're pretty replaceable. However, um, I mean, I could probably talk to um, them to try to schedule something. You know, her and I could also do something um, on our our OnlyFans or our Fan Central. So I mean, it is possible, but a lot of it is kind of, a lot of it's set up and they know who they want based on statistics and what sells and all that.
2: I'm obsessed with her now obsessed big yeah. time josh did i sh- show, show
0: her to you i believe you did yeah yeah
1: i'll have to check her out i mean the name is familiar
2: she, I, she's spanish i love everyone knows i love spanish girls she, she's just like i think she's a, from a performance standpoint i think she's amazing too but her body is ridiculous petite, right? petite huge yeah. boobs yeah, Fuck, just super about. dark dark hair that i like um anyway nice I've been waiting for that one. I'm like, oh, I'm going to set at least an hour aside
0: for that one. Oh, I love it. Next one says, hello, Kendra. My name is Diego. I'm from Colombia. My question is, what is the better ailments for to get the best performance in bed? And when do you come to Columbia? Very thanks regards. <laughs> Wait, what is he asking? I swear to God. You
1: <laughs> just take your entice. Yep. Okay, well, I think he's just asking
0: what to take before sex, right? I don't know.
1: That's what it sounds like. Yes. With
2: the language barrier. Yep. So Entice, baby.
1: Every day. Okay. com.
2: So, um, Kristen Graham, who you met at Exotica, who I... Uh, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I almost said something stupid. Uh, anyway, I sent her some uh, Entice, and she's been taking it every day, she said, and she loves it. So ah. she couldn't believe how, how good it was. I was I like, told you, I make the good shit.
1: I love the testimonials, especially from people that we've met.
0: You I know, know. that I love that, too. So I'm going to throw my own question in there. Um... Have you noticed, like, on camera, like, a, a, is there any visual difference to, like, wetness or anything like that since you started taking Entice, like, previously and, like, pre and post?
1: You know, um, for me, it would be more sensitivity and blood flow. Okay. So I think that, in turn, causes that. Mm-hmm. But for me, it would, I just feel more sensitive, more intense um, for me. But as far as the wetness goes, I don't know that that is that different, to be honest.
0: Because I know that... um like cbd originally was in it correct? yes mm-hmm. and i know i've actually when i lived out in california there was a lot of research on women using different uh cbd lubes yeah. to really help promote that mm-hmm. so i know that um originally i had a couple girls that had tried the cbd version that said that it worked really well like that so maybe there's uh, some i'd like to
2: do uh some some topicals with entice eventually
0: oh that would be you know yeah. really yep. good idea
1: very
0: cool. <clears throat> Next one says, "Hello Kendra, you're my favorite. Loads of love. Shout out me for my birthday, please." What's his name? Messy yes. SD. Messy SD? Messy SD. Messy SD. SD, happy birthday.
1: Baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next one says, "I want to meet Kendra Lust, You have to visit Spain."
1: <gasps> a lot kidding. of a
2: uh, lot of Latin lovers for you, Kendra. Wow.
1: I I don't look like I I look like a mutt like hey it is what it is like I could be this I could be that I don't even know what well I do know what I am I did my ancestry DNA DNA, totally wrong on my Wikipedia page but whatever what does it
0: say on your wiki
1: it says like she's French Canadian and Italian and she was born here and went to college here all this shit's wrong but you know it's okay
0: what is your actual nationality
1: I am Greek-Italian. I
0: knew you were Italian. I fucking knew it.
1: It's just like weird, like all over.
0: Greek-Italian and what was the last one? British. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quite the interesting mix.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. This one is a five-part question. Oh, boy. Okay. They seem seem quick. Number one is, when did you begin with porn films?
1: Oh, we're going to do it like this. 2012 in March. Same
0: year we
2: started Blackstone.
0: coincidence I think coincidence I don't think so
1: (laughs) (laughs) March yeah March 2012
0: Uh, number two is when was your first time
1: (gasps) so personal (laughs) you'll have you're gonna have to wait for that one um, when my book comes out in April so
2: that's when
1: you You gotta wait
2: April's not too far away you can you can wait guys is
0: there a pre-order list for that I don't read a lot of books but I might read that one yeah is there a pre-order for that
1: there will be but not right now cool
0: exciting Okay. All right. Number three is, can I get one, your extremely sexy photo?
1: Oh, well, um, I have an email so you can email me there. Kendra at society1515.com. And we'll go from there. Mm. <laughs> you can get a photo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> number four is, do you have plans to come to Sweden?
1: I do not. However, I hear it's a beautiful country. So maybe in 2019, we will see.
0: And the last one is Why are you so beautiful?
1: Oh, gosh. All this? I don't know. You know <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. I, I don't
0: know. <clears throat> Next one is uh, Hi, PJ. I love the podcast. I was hoping you and Kendra could help me out. My wife complains about not having much of a libido anymore and has stopped all birth control to see if that helps. It did help for the first couple of days to a week and went back to how it was. I was wondering if there are some supplements supplements and vitamins that she could take to help boost libido. She will be getting blood work done soon to see if there are any noticeable indicators for this and the results. My wife does have PCOS. Okay. Uh, Kendra, I'll let you go
2: first if you want.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I as far as birth control, people stopping birth control, I think it depends on the type of birth control she was on because they say like 15% of women, um, I just read this statistic not too long ago, will have an increase in sex drive um, when being taken off the pill. I think her going and getting her blood work is definitely a start. But um, you know, with, I don't know with that uh, PCOS, um, if they're going to want to put her on any type of hormone replacement therapy, I don't know that. Uh, she'd have to talk to her doctor about that. However, um, I'm, why would, am I not going to recommend Entice? It's all natural. I mean, um, so, I mean, as far as that, that goes, I, I would say try that. Um, I don't know. I think it's too hard just to answer the question without enough knowing, you know, the dynamic. You know, are there kids involved? Time management <laughs> is there foreplay. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things, but um, I don't know. Maybe start with Entice and see what the doctor says. PJ. Chime in. So
2: <laughs> yes, I do believe the enticed daily will help her. So when you have PCOS and then you abruptly stop taking birth control, you can't accept you can't expect something to happen overnight. PCOS is actually treated with birth control. So you basically stopped the treatment for that syndrome. So what can happen is you can see a spike in androgen levels or you could see a plummet and androgen levels either of those things happening are gonna have completely different effects in your body as a woman so when the androgen levels get really really high at first you will be more sexually aggressive you may even have more of a temper you might start seeing like a uh, body grow- hair growth things like that on the flip side when the androgen levels crash then you'll have a lack of energy and the estrogen becomes imbalanced and this is when you can start seeing you know issues with your skin So you've got to get your blood work done to see where your testosterone, progesterone, estradiol is, and they will medicate you in a way that will balance that out because when you stop taking birth control, even if you don't have PCOS, it's going to cause a massive shift in your hormones. So I think a very, very good treatment to start would be adding in the entice because that's going to help regulate your hormones. And I believe that it will absolutely help in time with the sexuality, but when you it's like a guy's taking a lot of testosterone and then pulls it out. You're going to have some things happen after that. It's the same thing that you know what happened with his wife. So you got to be a little patient with it.
0: So just because I don't know, what is PCOS?
2: Uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, okay. which often leads to cysts in your ovaries. It can, it can lead to cancer. Um, it's actually pretty common uh, nowadays, uh, and it's typically will affect your menstrual cycle, things like that. So they usually treat it with uh, birth control.
1: Yeah, because it does decrease the size of the functional cyst or the, you know, with ovulation and things
0: Mm -hmm. like that. Gotcha.
2: We got a nurse on here with the doctor today.
0: That actually, like, I guess I didn't know. (laughs) I I guess I didn't know that you were a nurse and that just like...
2: (laughs) Yo, because let me tell you something.
0: Like, think of all like the nurse scenes. It's like, that's real.
2: I know. And all the nurses that I know, I've never met a nurse that wasn't just super, super nice. So she does fall right in that. Category. That's what I'm saying. So like, imagine like you're a fucking patient and your super, super nice. Nurse is Kendra Lust. I'm staying sick. I'm yeah, staying. Forever. I'm staying sick. It's
0: like the, the doctor comes in and tell you that like you're, you're being like, you know, taken out of the hospital. You like get out of the bed and just fucking break your leg. Yeah. She's I'm like,
1: Both I of my legs are broken. Where's you my nose? I can't go
2: anywhere now.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had some, some funny stories, but we'll save that for a later date with uh, some of my nursing home patients. Like when I go in, this was in high school and wasn't even a nurse. They, boy, they're older, but they don't forget it. Like, they're so funny.
2: No, and then at that point, they probably don't care anymore. So they're probably like, fuck it, let's just do what I want to do and say what I want to say.
1: Yeah, guy would try to pinch my butt. He was like, <laughs> he was confused. So little August, I'll never forget that guy. <laughs>
0: Could you imagine being an old man and having a, a young Kendra lust around. No, I know. You would go insane. You would go insane. you yeah. go absolutely insane. You'd be like, why doesn't it get hard? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Next one says, hello. My question is, Kendra, have you ever dated or considered dating an ordinary person, like someone that is not in the business or a celebrity? If so, what would a person have to do in order to get a date with you?
1: Oh, boy. Okay. Well, that one's hard for me to answer uh, because I am married, happily married. Um, but you know, and he is not just ordinary. He's pretty extraordinary. I know that sounds cheesy, but, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, he's not in the industry and, you know, I've been married for a long time, but if, you know, I wasn't married, I I don't know that I would be able to, most men wouldn't be able to handle what I do. So, uh, it takes a strong man to, to be able to handle me. Um, And I don't think most men are, are, uh, I don't know, can make the cut or could make the cut. So Mm. it is what it is.
0: Not even close. And I got to say, he is one of the the most down-to-earth cool dudes I've ever met when we saw him out in Vegas. So it it takes a certain kind of person.
2: Yeah. A lot of of, uh, confidence,
0: for sure. Yes, for sure. You have to.
1: Yeah, but, you know, we we have a long history. So it was built over time. Mm
0: -hmm. Next one says, "Do you think porn has made you better at sex in your personal life, or is it a difference between fucking and making love? In other words, do you still only like what you like when it's your personal life, or are you more adventurous, Mike?"
1: Hmm, that's a really good question, Mike. Um, you know, I think it has. The industry has helped me to discover or. Experience experiment with more things that I might not in my personal life. I don't because you're exposed to so much. You know, you see so much and everybody's doing all these things. So, so yeah, so I have brought some of that into my bedroom, but there's also things in my bedroom that I don't bring to the film, you know, to screen. Um, So um, there is a difference though, you know, definitely a difference between fucking and making love. I mean, intimacy is much... Deeper, uh, there's more of a connection, um, and I definitely enjoy that much more than I do, you know, on-screen sex. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I'm not even attracted to uh, the person that I'm having sex with, you know, so you have to go to a place where you would not typically have to go to, you know, when you're in your bedroom. So um, so it's, it's very mental uh, as well as physical, but there is definitely a difference.
0: All right. Next one says me and my fiance love the Hitachi magic wand, especially when combined with entice. I've been considering getting the Sibian is your, in your opinion, do you think the Sibian is better than the Hitachi slash worth of the money?
1: Hell no. Mm. I mean, you have to set it up. Yeah. It's annoying. Sit on the thing. It takes up space and Hitachi that's gold, baby. I mean, it's gold and it's, you can just stick it away. Easy easy, But don't overuse it because I think, you know, women become so dependent on yes. that Hitachi that they do not – uh they become desensitized. And, you know, you don't you don't want to be dependent on a toy. I mean, real raw sex is the best.
2: That happened to uh, my friend's wife. So because of the Hitachi overuse, she actually cannot come without it now. So, like, let's say they're on the road and they're having, like, random sex in a hotel. She, she will not come. Like, she can't. Even if he tries – his hardest, she has to have the wand to, to, to come now.
0: I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I, that is not allowed. Think
2: about it, dude. It's, it's vibrating a million times per second on your clit. It's going to desensitize it.
0: Well, I mean, I, I always kind of figured that, but I also kind of just figured that, like, you know, if there was a male equivalent for that, like, how much more, like, sensibility what we have in the world you know what i'm saying like if men could become dependent on a machine over a woman like there would probably be a lot less rash decisions. i don't know made. that's why i tell all my girls over the years like bitch you better use your fingers because i don't vibrate like that i mean like so I, but i guess in my mind i always just thought like ah oh, you're just being an insecure man thinking that if your girl uses that that she won't be able to come to you anymore but no i guess it's, it's yeah. fucking no, a real thing
1: it is it is yeah i don't i think some
0: men are insecure or, you know, not crowd. in my house Tara <laughs> not in my house and the second question he has is also can can we expect an affiliate program for Entice coming anytime soon people love it and I can sell those bottles like Aunt Jemima sells pancakes
2: Ooh. I would love to get an affiliate program going on I, I think I'll, I'll have a talk with uh, David and we'll see how far off we are from doing something like that I, I think that you you'll see that this year for sure
0: Gonna be a different application process, I'm sure it'll though. be very
2: easy for uh Kendra to get affiliates. It's
0: gonna be a different application process though. Yeah. You have to send a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we don't already get those. And a follow-up question for PJ. It's 2019. I think we can all agree that you need to start directing porn. I would happily be your <laughs> co-director. Hashtag schlong Labs. Sincerely, Mr. OG Fit. Shout out to you.
2: Uh OG Fit, I love OG Fit. He actually came to Exotica also. Um
0: that's when we knew it was real, when yeah. PJ ran into OG Fit randomly at the Exotica. And he was like, I'm in the Legion. He was like, oh. Uh, uh, I was like, really? He had like a Blackstone Lab shirt
2: on. I was like, you're fucking awesome. Excuse my language. And then he went and bought uh, oh. the Entice Her, came back the next day and bought the mail because he was like, dude, he was like, she was in love with it. And she's all sweet and quiet. And she was like, it was great. And, and I was like, this guy is awesome. Uh, me and him are going to be good friends. So I, I, w- I don't think that you'll see me directing porn soon. However, I do think there's a very good chance that if I keep growing Blackstone Labs the way that I want to, and it can start running itself, which I think we're a few years away from that, I certainly have had the passion to direct porn for many, many years. I have not had the passion to star in porn, although there are many porn stars I'd like to have sex with. I am a very creative And I have a lot of energy, and I'm very good at managing people, and I've wanted to direct porn for a long time. I specifically did not do it on my mother's wishes, because she cried. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now, as I'm older, I don't think my mom cares anymore. Uh, In fact, my mom was like, I was watching all these scenes with Kendra because I wanted to see who your partner is. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop right now. I don't want to have any more of this conversation. And I, I told Kendra the story. She was like, oh, you could tell the scenes that she likes it more. And I'm like, Ma, stop. You're freaking me out right now. And uh, so maybe because of that, I don't know that I'll that – maybe that will actually deter me from directing porn, knowing that my mom may be watching them. Ugh.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um. So I, I don't want to defer from Kendra too much, but when you said Blackstone Lab Shirt, it reminded me of something that – I saw yesterday in the call center that they were like, "Oh, don't show this to PJ because he'll be so mad." And I'm so happy that I haven't told you until <laughs> now, and it's on it's on the podcast. What is it? So, do you know like the infomercials you see on TV for uh, Flex Seal?
2: Yeah, I showed that to the guys. I
0: sent that picture in. Oh, you sent that. Picture I sent to that in. Okay.
2: So one of my fans sent it to me, and he was like, "Check it out, national TV." And I, I get the picture, and I was like, "Who is that?" And and the guy goes, "I don't know who it is." He goes, "But I'm sitting here watching ESPN, and a commercial for Flex Seal came on, and that guy's wearing your shirt." And I was like, "Wow, that's actually pr- pretty fucking cool."
0: It's so funny because somebody showed it to Billy and me yesterday, and me and Billy just looked at it. and He was like, "Don't show that to me." Well, it's Jay. a
2: goddamn Superset shirt. It's not gonna like be so bad. It doesn't say Blackstone. At least I know that it's Blackstone, and the diehard Blackstone people will. Everybody else will just think it's Supersets.
0: I mean, I'm really happy there. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: somebody sent that to me. It was pretty
0: cool. Next question says, good day, Kenjalust. Is semen a big part of your dietary plan for your lifestyle? This may sound funny, but a friend of mine, female, who is also into fitness, says that a big part of her diet plan is to ingest her husband's semen every time they had sex after a workout. She also said that it lightens her mood, stays more active, and most importantly, her sex drive increased. That's all. Thank you.
1: Wow. I've um, never heard of this. However, I'm not opposed. Um, I just don't, uh, it's not a part of my daily diet, you know? I mean, when I'm working, you know, all week, of course it is. Um, (laughs) However, uh, when I'm home, I'm not, but I'm really happy for you and your wife. I think that's awesome, and maybe I'll give it a try. That is
2: a fallacy, by the way. You cannot have any effect on your hormones from ingesting (laughs) semen orally. It gets destroyed by the stomach acids in in your body.
1: Maybe it's the whole placebo effect. It's definitely
2: a placebo effect. Either that or she's just messing around, which either way is. Studies
0: show that semen is actually only uh, like productive to be used as a topical on your face.
2: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Uh, Next one says, hi, PJ. First of all, thank you for having Kendra on. She's fantastic. I have a couple of questions for Kendra. Number one, I would assume you have more of a male following, but it seems like more women are getting into watching porn. Are you noticing more women following you on social media and wanting to meet you at different events that att- that you attend, or is it still male dominant?
1: Oh gosh, still very male dominant. I think my analytics are like 94% male, 6% female. However, um, I, I do get a lot of women, you know, direct messaging me or you know reaching out in a flirt- flirtatious way. So. Um, I think women are becoming more comfortable with the idea of, of watching, you know, a and becoming more comfortable with their sexuality. I mean, it's everywhere. Women are over-sexualized, but we're supposed uh, well, to, I won't even talk about it, supposed to, you know, not want. Anyway, that's a whole nother issue. Hmm. But yes, the answer is yes. So I'm seeing definitely an increase, but definitely more male, for sure. Okay.
0: When you do scenes with women mm-hmm. and in your personal life, if it applies. Do you have a specific type of woman that you are usually attracted to or does it vary? Thank you. Brooke from Austin, Texas.
1: Okay. I would have to say... um, Small boobs. I usually don't admit. (laughs) So,
2: that sucks so bad.
1: However, um, it just depends, you know, um, on my mood. Um... I don't know. I kind of like the older girl, younger girl fantasy. You know, it just depends. But then I like my milfs. So it just depends. You know, it just depends on my mood. So
2: no discrimination, I guess. Right.
1: Yeah. Not at all.
2: I like that.
0: So I know we we spoke and said that we were going to leave it to first names for the questions. But Mm -hmm. this is the special one. Oh, Um, so should we should we announce the name before or after the question?
2: Let's let's announce it before so she knows what she's getting into.
0: So this question was sent in by somebody at the office here. <laughs> His name is Stefan Friedley.
2: So Stefan is basically the assistant to social media. And he's behind the scenes, very much behind the scenes. Although he did get featured in some of the videos this year as the geek. And we had Coach K training him. Um, and he wound up bailing for some reason. I don't know why. But um, Stefan is... is um,
0: He's referring to Project Geek to, for everybody that did. Project Geek, that. yes.
2: Um, so, Stefan is, he's quiet, and he, we're trying to get him laid, basically, is where he's at in life right now. It um, hasn't worked too well so far, but we still have a lot of faith, so. A lot he, of faith. For oh, him to take the time faith. to submit this question was quite entertaining <laughs> to us, so if you want to give special care into the, the answers to Stefan, Young Stefan's questions i'm i didn't actually read the questions Let, let's see oh they're it.
0: fucking amazing okay um the first one says what did it feel like when you first experienced a dp
1: <laughs> wow well, that's okay i'm not embarrassed at all
2: that's that's new stuff that's recent
1: in all honesty i don't remember much because i was really nervous and i had way too much to drink not gonna lie no you totally.
2: can, if you've been watching you as long or as often as i have i could tell that you were hammered in, yeah. in that one
1: so nervous so I don't really know, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to redo that this year, which is totally great with me. Um, now that I'm more comfortable, because when I did it, was too soon. I kind of felt like, oh, yeah, I, I hadn't done that much anal. So I wasn't experienced enough. So I was just so nervous. But now that I'm definitely more experienced, I'm ready and I'll be fine. So it'll be good. So I'll let you know on that one.
2: I still liked it a lot.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, not so good.
2: Yeah, but not you, I, I think that you still performed – really well like I could tell that you were you were you were drunk and nervous because I know you I don't think the average person unless they watch you as often as I do which maybe there's a you know I always wonder like how many guys are as grossly pervy as me so maybe a lot of people did notice it I don't know that I would notice it if I didn't know you though
1: they noticed
0: it yeah I mean I I was like oh she's hammered that was the first thing I thought um next question he had is what kind of fun stuff happens offset during shooting
1: Oh my gosh! I mean, it depends on your set. Now some sets are real serious, you know, and it's like like corporate style. Be, I'm like what?
0: Like a corporate type setting?
1: Yeah, like some are just like it's it's hard to have them because it's like the director's so you know be reading your script and you know they're trying to save a hundred dollars so everything's uptight all day because hmm. of those shoot location. It's like just you know let's, let's have a good atmosphere because I think it makes it better for everybody. But for the most part, I mean we everyone thinks like, you name it. I mean, everything is a sex joke. It's, I mean, it's just, it's a good time. I always have a good time. I try to have fun. I like music. I like to dance around. I goof off, you know, but um, when it's time to, to get serious, you know, what we have to do the job. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it would be just probably, like, your guys' day at work, you know? <laughs> I'm sure
2: it's just like our day at work. <laughs> Minus all the dicks. Oh, actually, no, this is nothing but dicks in here. I, I guess I'm wrong on that one. It's all dicks. It's all dicks okay. here.
1: <laughs> so, um, I love to play jokes on people, take Nerf guns on set. Like, I'm a little bit obnoxious, but I just like to have a good time. So, um, yeah.
0: Have you ever continued performing even after the camera's turned off?
1: We all have. We get kind of caught up in the moment. and Absolutely. Yes, yes. That's just, it happens. That's hot. It,
0: that is hot. It's really hot. Yeah. We
1: don't.
0: Assuming your job makes you travel often, have you ever sat down next to a random fan on an airplane and they wouldn't stop talking about you?
1: Um, I have not directly sat next to someone, but I have had people on the plane and then they'll tweet. Uh, you know, so, or Kendra's on the, the plane or whatever. Um, can't believe, I'm, you know, just stuff like that, like cheesy stuff. Or they'll, you know, get me at the airport. Or I was walking through LAX and guy's like, oh, hey, big fan, can I get a picture? And I was clearly not, re- I had traveled four and a half hours. I was not ready, but I was like, sure, no problem. I was like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to deny someone a picture, even if I look like crap, because I might never get the chance to meet him again. So, eh, suck it up. That's <laughs> you know?
2: awesome that you do that, um, because... I don't, I don't need to say her name, but a certain somebody that was in my life for a while, if she didn't like the way that she looked, would deny fans all the time. And it used to really embarrass me. And I would be like, you know, these people are just like really want just to just take a picture with you. You can't just take a picture. And, and she'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm not being photographed, not looking the way that I, that I like. So I think it's really cool that you, you know, suck it up and do it, you know, even when you're not ready. Yeah.
1: Why not? I mean, I say if they like the first two years of anything I did, <laughs> they'll like that picture because <sighs> I didn't want to go there. But hey, that's okay. You're very hard
2: um, on yourself, jeez. Yeah,
1: I am not. I'm not self-deprecating. I am being brutally honest. I'm a realist. It's okay? it's.
2: Promise. But what's real in your your mind is, I think, quite different than the average perception. person's perception.
0: Yeah, like I was like you said earlier when you said like you know people say that you're a sex icon and you just see you as yourself. Like I can a hundred percent I understand what what you what you mean by that because you don't see you – ne- you never see yourself the way that the world sees you. Like, yeah. even just, like, when I look at my car, I'm like, oh, it's not that cool. And then I see my exact same car driving on the road, and I'm like, oh, that thing looks pretty cool. <laughs> you know, just because it's not mine, it looks better somehow. And so the same thing happens to mm-hmm. everybody, especially when you're thinking about yourself. Like, hands down, you are, like – Your hardest the, critic on yourself. The
1: Yeah, we are.
2: Yeah.
0: The probably, like, most compared – two women like in porn like I can almost guarantee you more men watch you and then go and tell their wife or their girlfriend like hey you know do it like this <laughs> yes. because that's just you are like a, yeah. a sex icon for sure no did the audio just cut
2: out no I, don't, I think for like a half of half second a second, it second did, but yeah. I don't think she was saying anything
0: all right oh, next you. one says uh, what are some of your biggest turn-ons slash what is one thing you can't resist
1: Boy, I don't know if I can talk about that. Um, okay, <laughs> biggest turn-ons. So biggest turn-ons are, I like confident men that have a sense of um, kind of like a little bit of swag about them. You know, they just carry themselves in a nice way. They're confident but not cocky. And I also like a guy that can make me laugh. So um, for me, those are big turn-ons. You know, um, you don't have to be the um, best looking. You don't have to be have all the money in the world I mean I don't I don't really really care if you're a good human being um I don't know I guess I'm pretty um I don't know I'm a simple chick I guess um but anyway so those are kind of some of my turn-ons and I don't know if they meant sexual turn-ons their overall turn-ons but um foreplay is the, the best Um, turn on for sure like if you don't take your time and not every time do you have to take your time it's like gosh you know I have to go down no it's it's not every time but um you know I appreciate my body because you know I'm proud of what I'm working with and um I like to like you know take me all in so
0: when, when you say that, like, you like a man that's confident but not cocky, I think that if you are a man and you are in Kendra's presence and you act cocky, you are probably the biggest douche ever because <laughs> when I met her at the, the expo and I, I brought her from the front to our booth, she, like, put her arm around me as I pulled her through the crowd, and I was like, I felt like a giddy little schoolgirl. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy right now. So if you can be around Kendra and be cocky, like, you just – you're a douche.
1: But most guys aren't. I mean, they're not, but, you know, sometimes – you know the one guy just like just a random guy he didn't i don't even know that he knew who i was but he's like hey you know uh just like let's go like i want to take you out blah blah, blah. i mean he's like yelling from across the park you know i can follow you this and i'm just like "Fucking idiot like like i'm out. like you're weird anyway yeah
2: that's like, that's like guy. that's
0: pathetic though <laughs>
1: no it's bad it's,
2: eh, <laughs> fuck that guy
0: this this next one is definitely the longest one we've had so far okay,
2: okay. this is hair right this
0: is hair so he says hello this is AKA Haridev, AKA the one and only girl man. You guys might think a UFO like Josh's kidnapped YouTube biggest celery, but life has been busy with work and sadly two loved ones dying from their death. It was very selfish of them to pass away without thinking of how it would affect the girl man joke. They are very missed. Hmm. We so have his parents died? It says sadly two loved ones dying from their death. Okay. Um, We have questions from both the girl and the man behind this persona. Thank you, Kendra, for taking the time to respond. The first question is to ask you about your opinion on the criticism porn in general has about it, destroying marriages, attacking family values, causing depression, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Porn and some types of music and games get blamed the most for all of these things. What do you think? Do you understand the criticism? I think most of, I think most obese people eat hamburgers, but so do most fit, healthy people.
1: That's a, a really complicated question. I think uh, what he's asking is, what do I? Think as far as the criticism, a lot is at the base of the question. Yes. yes.
0: What What is your opinion on the overall negative view criticism of porn industry and what it causes?
1: Okay. Um. I I disagree. Um. I, I don't. I It's a billion dollar industry. So people are watching. Okay. Um. I.
2: I am.
0: <laughs>
1: you know a lot of people who uh, who say that they aren't are jerking with one hand and pointing with the other, to be quite honest. So everybody's watched it. If they have access to the internet, they've watched it. Okay? Um, I don't think it ruins marriages. I think it's a healthy outlet. Um, personally, it's a lot cheaper than getting a prostitute, getting a disease, okay? Cheating on your wife, having an affair. Um, it's quicker, too. You know, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, I don't, I don't, it only ruins marriages when a man or a woman allow it to. So if they're become completely obsessed with it and they're ignoring their wife to watch a porn, then that's on them. You know, um, I think it's used to enhance and to help marriages. It's used to, um, relieve stress. You know, it's, you know, and, and they, they'd like to, to point, same with the games, like, oh, kids, you know, they become criminals watching, you know, or playing video games. I don't believe that. I mean, I think it's, you know, you need to educate um, people on sexuality. And, um, you know, porn is not real life sex. Um, it is a sexual act. It's an, it's, uh, it's acting, you know, so it's used to help and enhance. I don't think it's meant to hurt or it ruins marriages. I think only if you allow it to. It, I don't know. I'm not even answering it completely the way I want to, but um, yeah, no. And as far as the, what the critics say, I, I don't care what they say. <laughs> do what you want. Like, I enjoy what I do.
2: I think porn is is far more received now than it was 10, 15 years ago. Far oh, heard, more received. Yeah. Everywhere I go, people talk to me about, about porn all the time. It's like, seems to me like a pretty. Big part of of most people that I know's lives.
0: Are you getting really hot in here? Yes, I'm getting really hot in here.
2: Um, how many more questions? Because she's got to go. There's a good. We got my questions. We're gonna do without her. The second half from Herodov. I can. Uh, I feel like maybe
1: I can just tell him. I'll pay I will him At
0: least one. Two, three, four more.
2: Four more questions.
1: Okay, perfect.
0: Okay. Um, so the second half of Herodab's question is, how do you recommend teaching one's children about sex, religions, and politics? I guess one wants them to think for themselves, but also don't want someone else to think for them and scar them.
1: Okay. You know, I think um, that is all based on your culture, where you live, um, and, and, you know, Oh, oh, here comes my little munchkin. Come on. Sorry. My little, my dog. Come here, baby. All right. She's going to join the podcast for a
0: second. <laughs> we want to say hello.
1: Oh, come here, baby. Um, so, you know, I think that all depends on, uh, you know, how you want to raise your kids and what you want to teach them. Okay. Say hi, baby. Say hi, oh, yes. hi baby. Oh, hello. She's a little fat, though. You know fat, So, um... Now you gotta go. Um, you know, so as far as, you know, I, I can't tell somebody how to teach their, 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 you know, kids about sex. I mean, that's all what they're comfortable. Um, am I answering the question right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Can can you um, you kind of reread the last part?
0: Um, it says, how do you recommend teaching one's children about sex, religions and politics? But I mean, I don't really know.
1: I can't really do that because I mean I know that they're all tied in together absolutely but um, you know I have a different religion than somebody else and I'm not going to you know you, you can't I think that question is too vague it, it's just you know I can't
2: it's very individual specific
1: yeah okay there you go mm-hmm. it's like I, I I don't know I mean what's right for me might not be right for the next person absolutely But I think at the end of the day you have to do what you feel is, 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 right for you and you know, what you're comfortable with and, and do not worry. I mean, I, I always tell people, you know, you live in prison when you worry about what everyone else thinks um, because ultimately you have to live with yourself. You have to be happy. And at the end of the, the day or when you're dead and gone, who's really going to give a shit. So yeah. live your truth. Okay. Live for you. Yep. That noodle shirt. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> oh.
2: Good answer.
0: The third question is, do you mind being admired by so many for your sexiness rather than for your kindness or intelligence, etc., but also being hated by a few who don't even know you?
1: That is a one. I love that question. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody wants to be admired and it's, it's, it's nice. Uh, it feels good. However, you know, at times, I, I just wish I I didn't have to feel the need to kind of put makeup on to go outside and go to the gym or you know because you're like oh I might run into somebody you know so that type of thing, um, you know so that part it kind of, it is a pain it, but it's nice to be admired definitely, um, you know, it doesn't bother me that people don't know the other part of me like and I do consider myself a kind human being a, a good person and I try to you know, be be good to others because, you know, that's not when I, I'm in a, an adult industry, so they're seeing me for what I'm supposed to be, you know, and for the few that know me or, or that want to know me on a deeper level, then then they will. Um, but I know who I am and what I do doesn't define who I am. Um, and I'm good with me. So that to me, that's all that really matters. Yeah.
2: Well, I think that... Um, I don't want it to take too much time because she's got more questions to answer. I think that women in, in general, there's a lot more pressure on women in society to look a certain way than men. And then you take somebody like you who is, you know, your job is looking really good. So I, I think that you psychologically have to think like, you know, just like she said, like, you know, what if somebody knows who I am? And then they go and they tell everybody like, Oh, I saw Kendra kind and She doesn't look good in real life. Cause I will tell you the reason I'm saying this is that was when I was at Exotica, I walked around a couple of times and I had told Randy, like, man, most of these girls do not look good in real life. Like, I'm kind of like, like thrown off at it. But and I'm not saying this to kiss her ass. I'm like, Kendra looks equally as beautiful in real life as she does on set. So you have to wonder, like, if these girls are used to, like, really putting on a lot, a lot of makeup and really going through all this stuff to look a certain way. And then you go out in public with no makeup on where an average person maybe could get away with that here and there for you to do it. It would be so dramatically different that people would be mean to you just for that. You know, like normally you see somebody with no makeup on, you're like, ah, oh, that girl's got no makeup on. But if you saw a superstar, you know, adult star with no makeup on and she looked bad, you're going to go on the internet and say, I saw this person today. And she, I mean, I'm not a hater like that, but that's what people do. You know? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. And then as far as the hate part, cause I didn't address that. Um, If people hate me, that's you know, that's their problem. Um, I I don't really I don't really care what other people think. You know, again, that's part of me just living my life and you know, I'm sorry that it offends actually I'm not sorry that it offends you. You know, that's your problem. It's not mine. Like I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm not uh throwing it in your face. You know, you actually have to enter an adult website to be able to see what I do. So if you're not on there then why why does it bother you what I do with Yeah, mind your own business. Yes. Yeah.
0: And if you're already mad about what she does, you'd be really mad if you saw the check she gets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question is Do you see, is if. You see porn changing with technology, and if so, how? Like sex robots or augmented reality porn or something? Sorry about not asking about sex positions. I have never asked PJ anything about muscles, so I hope you don't mind. Thank (laughs) you for your time and perspective. You have very pretty eyes. (laughs)
2: That's great. Annie's being Um, honest. Yeah, um, as far as, you
1: know, porn and technology Definitely It's evolving There's the virtual reality Which people seem to really like um, You know And sex robots I think They have them over in Japan right? Yeah they do like Virtual You know So They're expensive they're really, uh, Yeah They can yeah, even very- cook dinner And shit
2: yeah.
1: Okay, you're cleaning yourself, making you sure you not eating, chewing something. Um, so, yeah, so, I, you know, unfortunately, I don't know that I necessarily like that whole robot or, like, that wife-type thing because I think it takes away the human connection, mm-hmm. you know? But there are some people, let's face it, they're not good-looking guys or good-looking, and they may not have the opportunity to be with somebody or have that. So, I mean, if it fulfills their needs, then, then more power to them, you know? Who might to judge? like
2: what works for somebody that's a good answer right
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of how i feel about like fleshlights i mean the only time i ever thought about potentially seeing what one was like was when you announced george but oh. it doesn't to me make a lot of sense for somebody like me or for instance like somebody like my girlfriend's ex-husband mm-hmm. she found that he had one and was like the fuck do you have this for if yeah you, you can't just jack off like I don't understand why.
2: <laughs> I guess if you're fantasizing that hard about Kendra, right, and you you in your head you're like, this is her vagina, like you've got. No,
0: no so that's what you're I'm saying. Think that hard about it, because I'm only... I'm the
2: same way with the fleshlights. I'm always just going to use my hand. I'll try anything one time. Yeah. You know, like the the, well, the virtual the reality gimm- porn and whatnot. That's but, the
0: only gimmick that would get me is the fact that you know they say it's like her, yeah. so mm-hmm. and then they would actually. If they got me th- that first time, they would probably get me at least one other time because I would want to buy somebody else's to compare. To see the difference. Yes, I've thought about that too. And then after that, if it wasn't totally different, I'd be like, this is a fucking sham. Yes. But if it was different, I'd be like, I'm going to get a collection. Yeah, that's. I've <laughs> thought
2: the same thing. It's so funny.
0: Yep. Next one says, <laughs> hi, Kendra. How are you? I'm Fernanda Pires de Sousa, and I'm your fan. I would like to know how it was your decision to go into the industry and whether it was too difficult. Does your family know? Is it accepted? And I hope one day you will come to to Brazil. I love you. Kisses. I'm at the Nandy Diaries on Twitter. Oh,
1: nice. Okay. So um, the decision to start was um, really uh, driven by some family tragedy type situation with my sister, um, and just financial reasons, uh, helping her out and, and what have you. And I won't go into too much detail again. You'll have to read about that in the book. Um, so it was something I always thought was really cool. I enjoyed watching it. Um, but I never really thought I would ever do it. You know, I webcam for a few months and then decided to kind of take the plunge and, huh. Yeah, that was, uh, Uh, nicer some words words but um yeah and then I started (laughs) and I've been you know doing it ever since and uh, my family does know I told them I just didn't feel right lying you know after about six months I just couldn't keep it any longer I'm like this is like this feeling of just keeping this in and uh, my family my mom was fine with it I never oh I did tell my dad but I didn't like really talk about it. I mean, I was a grown woman when I decided to do it. So it's a little different, you know, and I had an education. I, you know, I was married. Well, he was married. (laughs) And, um, so yeah, so, you know, as long as he was okay with it, but my family was, it was accepting. Some of my family, um, you know, talk shit and that's fine, but I still killed, killed them with kindness. And eventually they, uh, come to apologize. And, uh, I, I, you know, it's, yeah, whatever it's it i've forgiven them and she's uh, like they came
0: to apologize and now i, I helped them with their lexus <laughs> <laughs> not
1: quite not the ones that were me
0: <laughs>
1: you know i accept their apology and whatever but and then moved on you know you just you can't can't let it eat you up so but yeah so more more most-
2: reason for people to read your book too yeah a lot of people are going to want to know all, all about that
0: Um, so this next one says question for Kendra, but also everyone. I'm sure you meet a lot of wonderful people and have some great friends, but what do you look for in relationships? What is the best date you've. Best date. I, it just cuts off there. What's the date? Best date you've ever Evie had, I it guess, off. right? Yeah.
1: Okay. So, it, uh, as far as relationships goes, it's like I said, it's hard because you know, I'm, I'm married, but, um, I forgot the first part of the damn question.
0: <laughs> what do you look for in relationships?
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, the most important thing I think is um, you have to, I mean, obviously, there has to be initial attraction and, you know, all of that. Um, but most importantly, trust and communication. Um, those are huge. If, if you don't have that, then everything falls apart. So, so yeah, that's, that's most important.
0: And I think the last question for you – Oh, well, one of the last questions is, who is your favorite female for fitness motivation?
1: Hmm. I, you know, there's so many. Um, and there um, – I, I don't know that I can just name one. Um, you know, I don't even know if I have anyone that I, like, look up to. Like, a lot of the people that I look up to are people I'll see in the gym, you know, literally, like – kicking ass, and they might not have the best bodies, but they're in there grinding, you know, every boot camp and, like, kicking butt. So, um, for me, it's people that I can actually connect with and that I see all the time, and, you know, getting tips from them, some of the trainers at the gym. Um, so, yeah, so those are the people that inspire me, the people that I can I can talk to. Uh, Kristen Graham, her, like, that's inspirational.
2: Yeah, I mean, she's a I, badass.
1: Yeah, so it's like, you know, some of the athletes, um so chris michelle that one one girl she very out. sweet yeah so there's there's so many of them so i can't just name one but
0: wait hold on one second hold that thought who did you say first what was that first name you said well,
2: she said Kristen Graham.
0: Kristen Graham, that's funny. That's who asked the question.
2: Kristen Graham asked the question? Yes. Wow, Kristen. KG thrown in some questions for Kendra Loft. Boom. Lust. How about that? How awesome. You we got to get
0: Kristen Graham on a, on a podcast. She didn't even know that she's the one that asked. And she's like, oh, you know, this girl. And it's the girl that asked the question. We were watching hilarious. videos of
2: her lifting ridiculous amounts of weights yesterday. Yeah,
1: she's tough. She's beautiful. She's kind. She's smart. She's awesome.
2: Um, listeners, if you want me to get uh, Kristen Graham on the show, let me know. DM me about it, or tell her that you want her to come on. Ask PG Brown, or maybe we'll make that happen. Am- she is a big fan of Kendra. In fact, um, they came to Exotica. Uh, they were. They told me they actually go to Exotica every year, and they asked me way in advance, "Are you going to be bringing in Tice to Exotica because we want to meet Kendra?" And I was like, "I liked her anyway. I thought she was cool." Anyway, but when she said that, I was like, oh, you like uh, Kendra Lust? And she goes, she's my favorite. And I instantly, I kind of had a little bit of a crush on Kristen Graham anyway, but I was like, you're fucking very cool in my book. If you love Kendra Lust, because guess what? So do I. I'm like, I will absolutely introduce you guys. And then when they met, they were all like, they acted like they knew each other. And uh, Kristen's husband was like, I I owe you a steak dinner for this, man. Thank you so much. (laughs)
1: So I actually have a little bit more time, so we're good. I just told him, I'm like, I'm just going to reschedule. He's like, Are
2: you sure? Because I think that was your last question.
0: That was the last okay. question.
1: I was like, he's going to kill me. <laughs> kill no, me. Okay. If, you, if
0: you'd if you like to stay in banter with us for a little bit, we would love to. Yeah, I mean, that was you. your,
2: your last question. I, I'm sorry that it took a little longer than we, we wanted to. I
1: mean, I'll just check to see if he has anything. Um, if he has a one o'clock, then I'll, it's okay. But it's okay. It's all good. I'm happy to be on and, and to thank you for having me. And um, hopefully the... Um, I answered the questions.
2: You know your question. Your answers were awesome. What do you want to plug? Obviously, oh. you have a book coming out before you oh, go. Really? <laughs> I'm excited about
1: that. Stop plug, not a butt plug. You
2: a pop, plug, I said.
1: That's where, his, that's where his mind was going. I could see it. Look dirty, dirty,
2: dirty. Put dirty.
1: Your head down.
0: Well, I don't think he caught it earlier when you were talking about telling your family about porn, and you said, "Take the plunge."
1: Right?
2: Yeah. Um. No, I didn't. That was
0: fucking hilarious. <laughs>
1: oh great you know I set myself up every time <laughs> anyway I gotta say
0: head. it is an absolute mind-blowing honor to be sitting here having a podcast with Kendra Larson.
2: I told you I told you she's the best you
1: guys
2: are funny I uh, knew she was gonna be good
0: I, I just uh, you never know what avenues life is gonna take you down in in your your journey and Boy, I had no idea this was going to be a road. I'd be down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to see if this one is as popular or more popular than the Flex Wheeler podcast. That was the most popular one we've done. We've been getting, I feel like we have a lot of extra listeners now because of Flex Wheeler. So we'll see if those people wind up listening to the Kendra Luss And if,
0: if they have anything like a sense of humor like he does, then they're going to love this podcast.
2: Yes, I, I agree. I agree. Flex, <laughs> Flex Wheeler got a little raunchy on here with us, though. <laughs> we
0: should do a, a dual guest <laughs> with her and Flex, yes. You know, oh, epic. yeah. He,
2: he, he, uh, I guess the easiest way to put it would be he says whatever the fuck he wants,
0: he has very little filter yeah. <laughs> good
1: for him, though. I mean, it, it, you know, in the right setting, I think it's great to be that way. You know, he's, he's, great for a,
2: he's, a, he's a very, very, very funny guy. I had a good time with him.
0: I have to say, if that's our number one podcast, I'd say that this is either, you know, neck and neck tied for first or mm-hmm. like very close. Yeah,
2: this is, this, I, I knew that this would be a very easy and fun podcast. And I knew the time would go by fast, too, because we it's 1230 now. So, fun, uh, But
0: also like not nerve wracking, but like I've never sweat so much during a podcast.
2: How do you feel? Do you feel like you did a good job?
0: I feel I feel good.
2: Do you think you did a good job, Kendra? I
1: think you did absolutely fantastic.
2: Um, wow, well, what now, now what I will have to do is bring her back. And have Chris Heron take your her place and see if once again people say, "Can you please bring Josh back onto the?" <laughs> whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! We're going into uncharted territory here now. First, they don't give me a camera this week, and now we're going to bring Chris Heron back. What the fuck is this? So, what for, happened? For
2: those of you who don't remember the very initial episodes, there were. Chris Heron's
0: actually on my shirt.
2: How many episodes were there with Chris Heron too?
0: Oh uh, no, there's a couple. Eric will know. How many episodes did I do with Chris? Three.
2: It was like three or four, and then he couldn't do one. So we brought Josh in, and Josh was so nervous, right? He was like, oh, I don't, I, I've never done anything like this before. And I was like, you'll be fine. You know, you're smart. You, you're an eloquent speaker. You got nothing to worry about. And he wound up doing really, really good. And then the listeners wrote in, and they were like, can you please not bring back Chris Heron? And I was like, oh, man. I was like, that's so mean. <laughs> but it was enough people said it that I was like, well, you know, I uh, I gotta I got to give the people what they want and and bring josh on now he's a regular you know show host now he's he's a regular radio personality
0: it's something i take a lot of pride in he
2: does he's good he's very good everyone always says how good josh is
0: it's one of my favorite things to do here
1: nice wow
2: did he get did your trainer get back to you
1: yeah, he's not. He's probably pissed, but that's okay. But listen. He's, he's not like, he doesn't get mad. He'll be like, oh, okay, he'll just give me crap about it, you know? I would be pissed
0: as um, fuck, too, if I had an appointment with Kendra less than she can. I him. know. He's
2: probably more mad that he doesn't get to see you. Uh huh. Exactly if I was still is. training, because you guys know I used to be a trainer. If I was still training and I had Kendra less for a client, I would let my clients know, sorry, guys, your money is, is equally good as hers. But if she needs a session, I'm going to have to cancel yours no matter what, when, why, how. It's just the way it's going to be.
0: Your money's just as green, but your tips yeah, are nowhere near as good
1: like that and that's why i love it like i am no different in that gym and i love that like i don't expect preferential treatment i am now.
0: You, you,
2: you deserve it you deserve it definitely you've deserve given me far it. more orgasms than anybody else i know you absolutely deserve yeah. to, to cut in <laughs> line in the gym
1: but he's like a, like my black brother like he's the whitest black person <laughs>
0: we know a guy.
2: Like we that. know a guy just like that shout out to him if he still we, listens to this we miss you Trev. we miss you um <laughs> yeah.
1: He's awesome. I have to plug him in, though, so. and it's because he's awesome, not that way. It's Torian Lake, so it's TBL two six two six on Instagram.
2: There, you guys. If you guys want to know who trains Kendra, there, there he is. Um,
1: he's very sweet. He's um, he's just a good human being, consistent, like solid guy. You know.
2: What and kind of gym do you train at?
1: It is a, it's a private gym, which is really cool. So you, in order to train there, you have to be paired up with a trainer of some sort. So you can't just randomly- Like trainer space, up. yeah. Oh, the dog is about to get it. <laughs> get off my dress. You know. She's went to go pull my little thing. Like, bad girl. That didn't sound very mean. But she's so sweet. That is not a toy.
0: It's like, quit talking to that box thing. Give me some attention. Um. What, no, kind of right?
2: question, what kind of questions do I have? Do I have anything that Kendra can answer?
0: Um, let's see.
2: She's smart. She can answer some of these, I bet.
1: Oh, no. I'm, I'm out with the science. Of
2: the <laughs> Come science on. You theory. took some of the same classes that I did. Yeah.
1: Well, anatomy and physiology is long, long time
2: ago. I you know. If I didn't get asked these same goddamn questions every week, I'd be forgetting most of this stuff, too. You guys, I wish that you would ask me more questions about sex and life and relationships instead of, like, testosterone cycles all the time. But don't worry. I will always answer all your questions. Um, that's what I'm here for.
0: We're going to keep answering your test questions. We're just going to throw in our own stuff. Yeah, Yes, that's why that.
2: I like bringing, like, somebody like Kendra on because we can talk about stuff that I really want to talk about. Like boobs and butts and boobs. Yeah.
0: Right? And boobs. And boobs.
2: I Let me tell you something. I fucking love big boobs. So I was, like,
0: Dude, it's so great. bummed
2: out when Kendra was, like, I, pr- I typically go for small boobs. Don't get me wrong. I, like if if it's a nice perky pretty shaped small boob i like that too but for me i feel like boobs are like biceps you know like the bigger you can pump them up the better
0: and then but then once you get to a certain point and you're like all right your biceps are bigger than your shoulders you look kind of retarded
2: yeah but you know what it's still fun like when you see it's like still greg, fun remember greg Valentino, mind. the man whose arms <laughs> exploded yes like i wouldn't want to look like that and as a woman, I don't think that I'd want to bring that home to my parents. But I think it'd be cool to check it out. And that's how I feel about some of these like ridiculously enormous boobed girls. Like
0: oh, like like the like the one I'm sure you've seen it of the fucking big black girl that takes her tits and completely like swallows a man's head. There's
2: a few girls that can do that. Maserati can do that. She's got enormous natural <laughs> boobies. Maserati. Huge natural boobs. Yeah. Um, I would. I see. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy the the boob sandwiching. Um, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't try. I either. think it's 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 a little bit. I think Kendra will probably agree with this. I think it's a little bit crazier when you have fake ginormous boobs because when they're natural, that's just that's what physiologically you had. That's what what right. what you grew. You know, when you go and you put something that enormous into your chest, which usually takes right. many many surgeries to do that. Yeah. You know, you're you're talking like a minimum of three surgeries to get some of these like you know fifteen hundred two thousand cc boob jobs that girls have we have a few friends we have a couple girls in the company actually you've met one of them bella i think bella's are 1200 l money's are 1400
0: so like and so obviously meeting both of them and and definitely seeing both of them in person um i think both of their tits look great on them yes right but now bella like if she were to go too much bigger than that like she's so small that she she would be crossing over into that territory where it's like I don't know how you can, like, normally live your life, like, you know with such a small, like, shoulder yeah. base. And you know what I'm saying? So it's, like, same thing with the dude's biceps. Like, bro, if your biceps weigh more than your shoulders, you're going to have a hard time picking up cans of soda and shit eventually. Yeah, like, of course. You know what I'm saying?
2: Um,
0: I, I,
2: I, I don't know what, what it is. Like, I'd have to talk to a therapist for a while to figure out why, like, big boobs just drive me so crazy. Because I love big asses, too. I love curves. But – like, if I, if I had to choose, right, and, and it was a very flat-chested girl with a great ass or a flat-assed girl with the huge boobs, I'll tell you right now, I've already had a lot of those flat asses, and I had a lot of fun with the boobs. Uh, it, no way. It, it's just
0: – I can't even believe I
2: just – I, I, you know what it is? I, I love – I'm very, like, visual and I just love what boobs look like. I just think they're beautiful.
0: I really, I agree 100%. I just can't, I can't agree. I so like an ass opposite. is fun
2: to like grab and, and you know, when you're doggy or when she's riding you and you get all up in there and squeezing, and it feels, feels good. It's fun getting physical with the ass. But if I was just looking at something, like I can't get off to like looking at a bunch of like nice ass pictures. But if I'm looking at like so every, every now and then I'll watch like a boob montage, like a boob compilation of like. Just really big, awesome titties, and like that shit'll get me off like crazy. I just love boobs.
0: See, I think, yeah, yeah
1: we're wired differently.
2: But this I generation all loves asses.
0: asses. Well, what about you, Kendra? What do you, what do you? If you, like all
1: right. ass. yeah, asses.
0: You like ass. asses? Oh.
1: You know, both, but the ass is connected to the pussy. <laughs> that's, that's my opinion. That is a very, very good, good you point. Like, do I see, and then I'm like,
0: okay. Yeah. Unless they've got like the perfect tits for it, it's very hard to efficiently. Fuck a woman's tits.
2: Yeah, I don't really. It's not. It's I. Every now and then I'll do that, but it's not.
0: You do it just because you want to. Not yeah, you just want to. In your mind, you want to be like I fucked her. Tits. <laughs> You're like oh, I was fucking her titties. I, but, I, dude, I,
2: I told a story that I'm not gonna tell about this chick that I hooked up with that had uh, 1,500 cc boobs, and I, I had to fuck her tits, and I literally could not see my penis anymore when it was inside her boobs. That's how big they were.
0: Um, that you know somebody like that. Yes. Good times. Um, <laughs> but. The, the, that's that's what I'm saying is like if you know when you're having sex with a girl that like you grab the hips and like yeah all that shit, that physical part you know of it is saying? is that, awesome I yeah. need that like because I like you know obviously I can I could go with the flat chested girl as long as she has a nice ass like I can do that all day but I could not do the girl with the big boobs do you have to keep her no bent over though no
2: no are you okay with a girl who is super duper lean and does not have breast implants and has like the Ma- like pecs I don't like no, that. no I don't like that I don't like that at all have you noticed Kendra we talked about this in the office the other day and I think that it's a combination of just I think a lot more people are are into fitness than there were 20 years ago but mm-hmm. when I was in high school so me and you were basically the same age so when I was in high school you know every now and then you'd see like a white girl with like a big butt and it would be like yep. the biggest deal in the world now I go to the grocery store and every girl has a big butt yep. it's every girl has a big butt it's
1: true, it's true. And if you don't, don't it it's like. I mean, I guess, you know, I, I don't want to judge because it's like, if uh, I didn't have, well, I had boobs. That's the thing, my whole life I had boobs. I was a 34 natural D, like Damn. in high school. Damn. So I was known for big boobs, okay. And th- in high school, when I would play basketball, I mean, I had to like, t- they were a bit, they were huge back then. So they were just, and I, you know, I had more than baby fat. So it th- just, how I, that's how I was made. I always had a butt, like so, but then, you know, life happened and things changed. So I decided to get them, you know, more full and whatever, and uh, you know, so I I enhanced mine. Um, so if I didn't have a butt, I might do that too. So it's like, you know, I don't want to judge. I just I don't know what it is. Why it's so different though? That maybe because it's newer. Like I accept the big fake boobs better than I accept the big fake butts. Maybe just because they do the, the yeah. boobs best. You know? Some of the fake
2: butts are pretty good, but some of them are just really, really ridiculous. No,
0: I just don't support fake butts. I just don't do it. So there's, a, there's, fuck the, fuck
2: there's it. a girl that I like. Do you, do you ever watch Mia Miley? Yes. I, I like her fake butt.
0: Yeah, no, it, it is good. It, it, it's, some girls, I guess it looks better on than others, but to me, it's, if you can change, if you could grow your tits naturally and they would look just as good as fake tits, but you just had to go to the gym... I I would be like yeah, angry at my girlfriend, but genetically,
2: many many women just they can train their asses all they want, and it's not going to grow.
0: True.
1: They lie. These girls. The one the one girl. I'm thinking. Damn. Her answer. I'm like, you're not lying about looks good. She's like, oh, I've been squat. I'm like, bitch, don't lie. Like, yeah. I know you're lying. Like, just stop. I'm not an idiot. You know. I mean, if you don't want, just say thank you. Just say thank right. you. Right.
2: Exactly. No, I, I I I trained a bunch of girls who trained their asses. Really, really hard, really, really smart, and they just never could grow an ass. Like, they'd grow their quads, everything else, but the ass just didn't want to grow, like, genetically, that part of their body. You know, it's like we all have body parts that don't respond the same way. Or just that hold fat better than others, Yeah. That's the big thing is many girls, they hold fat in a very, I guess, pleasing pleasing way in in, in (laughs) their butts nowadays where it's not so much about what they're doing in the gym. It's just a physiological thing. I also – you know, we, I don't want to like start boring people on the science. That is what I'm here for. But I also believe that what they're doing to the food in the United States is playing a major role in, in why people look the way they look nowadays. Because unless you're eating purely organic, which many people do not, all of the food is pumped up with hormones now. And this is why you see girls getting their periods in like fourth grade, growing boobs really young. It's, it's the hormones – That are being ingested are are starting to sway the hormones in the human body, and I do believe I don't want to like freak everybody out that eventually they'll see a correlation to different forms of cancer and whatnot because of the hormones that they put in food or superhuman ability or 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 potential superhuman ability. Yes, that would be the other mutation that you get, like the myostatin. Nobody ever gets the X Men, you know, genetic mutations. They always get the bad stuff.
0: You you don't know that you just don't hear about the people. Yeah, you're right because they're hiding right now because the government would come and take them. (laughs) That is true. That is true.
2: Um. Kendra, do you, in your spare time, like, when you go places, do you worry about, you know, like, being spotted by fans and not being able to enjoy, like, a regular movie or something like that?
1: I, you know, gosh, and now I'm sounding paranoid. You just so happen to answer or or ask this question. Yesterday, I was at the drugstore. There's a little local CVS, and I saw this guy, and then I saw him again, and I saw him again, and I'm like, okay, not cool. So I check out. I go out, get into my car, he's sitting in his car, didn't buy anything, sitting in his car, smoking a cigarette, and he's watching me, so I pull out, and then I get to the end of the driveway, then he pulls, I'm like, this is just awkward, weird, so maybe sometimes I'm paranoid, I don't know if guys recognize me, or they um, they just think I'm, you know, a chicken workout pants, you know, or whatever, like, you know, they're going to look at me that way, I don't know, so, um, so I get recognized, uh, and then, you know, other times I don't, so it just depends, you know. Sometimes good, I worry though. I worry about people knowing where I live, but um, I can't live in a bubble. Like mm. you know, I have a, a, my gun or whatever license to carry. I have an alarm in my house. I have an, a dog. I have lots of cameras. So damn, that's so hard
2: I, I, I actually did not know that. You just increased hot points. Yeah, I like didn't. That's actually somehow. one thing that I did not know, and I thought oh, I knew everything God. about Miss Kendra Lust. I didn't know that you do you actually carry.
1: I I go to get my gun this week. I'm going to get, uh, it's 15 ounces, so it's very light, and I can um, conceal it. Um, It has like a little laser for accuracy, just in case. What kind of gun
2: is it? What gun did you buy?
1: Um, I have a picture of it. Uh, He picked it out for me. Can you text Um, it to us? Smith & Wesson,
2: (laughs) yeah. Oh, you're getting uh, both of us horny right now. God damn it.
1: So anyway, but it's really small for me. Uh, but you know, I, I wanna be able to care. I wanna be confident and, you know, nobody bothers me or when I'm out or you know, I, can, I I just...
2: think that uh most women you don't have to be a a, a superstar. I think most you know, women should carry protection and every woman. The world the world these days. Every woman. It, you know, it's really not a bad idea to
1: it doesn't sure, yeah. No, and I'm not just saying, you know, I, I regardless, like you said, if I did this or not, I would carry because, you know, I you have Digital car insurance, today, right? So,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I make subcompact little tiny little things nowadays that you could put right in your purse. Nobody's going to notice it.
1: Like, yeah.
0: In today's day and age, like being a woman is, is, you know, becoming easier with the way that things have been changing the last couple of years. But at the end of the day... The sex drive of a man is absolutely a force to be reckoned with, and it can only be reckoned with with firepower. Like, that is the only thing at the end of the day if a guy has gone fucking crazy and wants to prowl on you like the dude smoking his cigarette in the car. And I was going to say, it's really good that you're aware of your surroundings like that because most women really aren't like yeah. they don't notice i've seen this guy three times now i see him in the car he pulled out at the same time as me that's sure. really good that you're aware of of that that situational awareness because a lot of women just ha- are completely clueless and then they're like how is this guy at my front door i just saw him three times in the the supermarket now he's coming in my window
1: <laughs> right it's weird though i mean i'm oblivious at times like at the gym because i know i'm in a public place like and right. I'm, I'm pretty safe but like when i exit places you know, and things like that. I'm always aware of, um, you know. But I've, I was taught that way with my parents years ago. You know, so it's just kind of, yeah. But yeah, everyone should be. Don't be on your far, like phone in a bank parking lot. I mean, at night. I mean, you see people doing these things. And I'm like, are you stupid? Like, you just, you just never know.
0: It's a crazy world we live in now.
2: Yeah. Um, damn, I didn't know that. Uh, you 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 got your your uh, your license to carry. That's, That's cool. Just like so fucking bad. I gave Josh a gun for um
0: give me a badass for christmas off. I mean I can't, can't mean to ask you do you know exactly what it's called Yes I it's
2: called a I'll show you a, um I'll show you a funny YouTube video with some rednecks shooting the shit out of it It's double I believe I'll I'll get you this stuff for it I I have it uh Paul has the actual box for it too Um I gave Josh Josh and I shot this um back back earlier in the year we shot this Miami Vice themed video and ah. um, uh, I had this gun that uh, Josh used in the video, and um, most normal people would use a prop gun, <laughs> but uh, he loved the gun. And then when we went to the ra- the range, he was like, "Please let me buy this gun from you." And I was like, "Nope." And that happened a couple more times. And then on <laughs> Christmas, I was like, you know, I can't think of anything good to get him. Like, and I I have less money thanks to all this goddamn divorce shit than than I used to, so I can't go out and like buy fancy stuff anymore. But I knew that he loved the gun so much. I was like, you know what? He loves this gun, you know, more than I do. What, a, what a, Rather than going out and buying him something that he may not, I know he would appreciate it because he's a you know, good guy like that, but if, I don't want to give him something that it wouldn't be important or wouldn't use, so I knew that he would really like like that because every time we shot it, he, he loved it even more than me, so I, I felt, like, very pleased to give that to him. Yeah,
1: I want to see it next. Well, I think I did see it, and oh, I saw it in the photos. Well, Yeah, the, the only
2: thing, though. the only down... Part to that video was that the 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 uh, magazine wasn't loaded, which oh, was yeah, smart. Yeah. I mean, you know, we didn't need to have a loaded gun playing really around. Smart. And some of the haters online were like, "Oh, the clip's empty when you put it in." Yeah. you know, you know, how haters will find anything yeah. to hate on. You know, they just
1: want to talk crap. Yep. Um, yeah, Um. Well, that you got going, I like it. Oh, thank you so much. Like that, but, you know, every now and then, you know, I like a nice mustache on a guy.
0: You what know? about um, what about beards?
1: Uh, yeah on the beard no offense no it's right, that's good but, honesty uh, is like good and is nice, you You're know making me very happy that. right now
2: <laughs> um it's it's funny you know beards are so popular now i know uh it's funny marissa said something like she's the way that she thinks of things i find to be like so like cute and amusing so somebody was like you should tell pj to grow a beard which would never happen i would not grow a beard it's not for me and she was like i, I wouldn't be able to handle you with a with a beard and i said uh why and she goes i don't know you just be too masculine man you,
0: you would be way too far i'm like masculine. so i'm less
2: masculine now what does that mean and cool. she's like no no no. you're just really masculine now yeah. but i feel like you'd be too masculine with the beard and i was like that's the determining factor in my masculinity i, I think that's really cute and funny uh, i was like well don't worry i won't be overly masculine and grow a beard then it's
0: not determining it's just attributing <laughs> so like i'll say when i cut my beard i immediately feel like i get less respect Okay. Because people just look at you and they're like, Oh you, you baby face skinny little boy and I'm like, you know, but I'm I like no. your baby face. I'm a big man. And they're like, No, no, you grow off the beard, they're like, All right, this dude cuts down trees, he builds houses, <laughs> like this is a real man. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, no beard in my future. I, I can't really really grow hair like quality anyway. It's like patchy and it just I, no. I I'm not a hairy guy.
1: Not for everyone. No. I I mean it's it's suiting for him. You know, I don't know. Maybe because I don't have not looked at him any other way. This is, you know, this is what I know <laughs> of him. So it's good though. But I just twist in it. It was kind of cool. I like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm trying fun. to do the, the
0: colonel. thing without the uh, the wax. He I don't is the use colonel. Wax. I just wanted to do it.
2: You can train it if you keep doing yeah, that.
0: Yeah, and it, honestly, it's more and more. Like every week, it works a little more.
2: Mar- so Marissa's like dying to. So she's a hairstylist, but I don't trust women when it comes to like cutting like a man's hair. Sorry, ladies, if you're listening. Um, and I think a lot of guys are like that. I
0: couldn't agree more. So
2: she wants to like, give me an edge up so bad because I, I'm like in between barbers right now. I got a new guy that's pretty good, but he doesn't want to like cater to my needs the way I need. Cause I need somebody to come to me because my day is basically longer than most barbershops are open. And there's so many important things in my day that to like go to get my haircut for an hour usually would screw me up. So I had a guy that was coming here for years and now I have a guy that will come to my house at night. Um, but I, I I like I wanted to lay down like how important it is to him so he understands. And Marissa was like, Well, I could um I could try to cut your hair. And I was like, You could definitely not cut my hair. And she was like, Why? And she was like, I'm good. She's like, I had to do man, when I was going through school. And I was like, listen, if you brought like a a test model in here and i watched you do him first maybe but i'm not letting you try she's like it'll grow back in a week your hair grows so fast i'm like i still don't want to be screwed up for a week
0: no i 100 percent agree with you and the only point i'm gonna make is like maybe give it a shot for like maybe like two weeks in a row just to see because there's always going to be something about the way that your girl sees you versus everybody else. Yes. She's going to want to make it extra perfect in the mm-hmm. way that fuck Barbara wasn't. Yes. You I know agree. What I'm saying like, and as she gets better at it, she'll know more how it works and she'll put that extra step of love in there. And it's right there at your house.
2: I know. I uh, trust me. I want to see if she can, because it'll save me a lot of money because yeah. when I make the guy come to my house, I'm, I'm like, listen, if you come to my house, I'll give you a hundred dollars. So that's once a week. Think about it, that. That's frigging $5,000 a year.
1: Yeah. Give her a chance. Yeah. She will make it. Give her a chance,
2: PJ. Yeah, the, everyone's gonna listen to this podcasting and, and tell me to g- give her a chance, and then you're gonna see me with a shaved head.
0: Uh, don't do that. I, I I would say give it at least two weeks to let her get the hang of it. But I I you know think that it could be like one of those um, like symbiotic type relationships, like you see like back in the day, the old black and the white photo of like the man shaving his beard and the woman's like holding the cream and shit for <laughs>
2: him. You know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Do you, Kendra, do you want to say goodbye because? we have to definitely get to my questions because we have FDA lawyers here today. Yay. And we have well, to get, we have to get ready for those guys soon.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, um, I look forward to kind of what everybody thinks about the podcast and uh, what a good way to bring in 2019, like the first uh, uh, month of the year. So
2: where's wow. your um, next appearance going to be for anybody listening
1: oh gosh um let me think let me think oh i will be at the avn awards so i'll be there in vegas the so 20 look at your face look at you you're whispering something under your breath
2: because oh you know what i should put him on the spot but i, I won't yeah. david said that you know you wouldn't be able to be at the booth so there's no reason to do it and she was like yes i would so that's why yeah, we didn't do it
1: but like i would most of my time would be there i would maybe be at my booth at the agency booth for an hour, but my priority would be there. I
2: wanted to go so bad. It's a shitty time though. It's the same goddamn week as LA fit expo.
1: Yeah, that's okay. There's always next year. So, um, but yeah, so I'll be there from the 23rd until like the 27th. And then I host in Vegas in February. I shoot like four scenes in um, I don't know, in LA. And then I'm in Mexico city, whatever. I'm all over. So we're all all over.
2: Yeah. When's the next big event that uh, Entice can be at?
1: Uh, we need to collab, so that would be. Usually, it is in. They do three or four a year, so um, I believe that the Exotica um, uh, texted us or emailed us, so we'll have to just kind of refer back to the email. But there's there's four conventions this year. I'm pretty sure three or four this year.
2: Um, there, are, Chicago is one, right?
1: Chicago, New Jersey. And then they did Denver. I don't know where the other one's going to be. They always do like a new city of some sort.
2: Is there one uh, in Florida?
1: There was years ago, but it's just um, they don't do it there. And I don't know why. Maybe because there's so much going on down there already. Yeah, we need to bring that back.
2: I, um, I, uh, I was so surprised at how tame... The crowd was at Exotica, but I I also think that they they don't serve alcohol, so I think that's a factor too because you don't have like drunk crazy people unless they get drunk before yeah. they go. But I expected to see like guys getting taken out with security and stuff like that, and it was it was pretty tame.
1: Yeah, it, you know it is. I mean, they have a pretty I mean, security is not that great, but I think most of the people kind of know how to um, how to act. Um, you know, there's always a few douchebags running around,
2: but. Uh, Kendra's line was crazy long the entire time. I was very, very impressed. And the guys would come over and they'd be like, When does Kendra get here? And I'd be like, Oh, she's gonna be here at this time. And um, like by the time she got there, there was people that like were lined up like all the way down the row. And I walked around and nobody else had a line the way that you did.
1: Yeah, it's usually usually pretty good. Um and I'm grateful for that. So I'm glad that um you know my existing fans and hopefully
2: I made some new fans and uh, friends. So, so yeah. Um, I thought it was very uh, impressive how engaging you are with the, fr- the fans also because that's something I pride myself on. I stay in the booth, you know, at all the big bodybuilding shows and I talk to everybody, especially the people that, you know, are there specifically for me and they want to tell me, you know, stories and whatnot. I always make sure that I give them, you know, attention and make them feel good and I felt that was one of the things that you did, not that I saw everyone in the in the building, but I, I felt that you were the most engaging with your fans, too.
1: Yeah, I try to. You know, some, sometimes, you know, there's that fine line, <laughs> too. Like, you know, a fan will kind of keep coming back over, and it's like, I, you know, you, you want to be, um, you know, I don't know. I think sometimes it's, it's hard to manage time, though, sometimes, too, you know, because you don't want to rush people through, but then... You know you have the same person coming back so um yeah you just play it
2: by ear go with the flow but i i have fun i love it awesome well we'll let you get going and we'll we'll wrap up my sciencey stuff in in a minute but thank you so much for coming on um i knew that i was going to be i I told marissa because i had very bad anxiety today and she was like you'll have a good day and i was like you know what as soon as the podcast is done i'll be in a good mood for the rest of the day so
0: yep well really as soon as it started
2: put me in a good mood. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I was just very anxious about making sure that we started on time. Nothing went wrong with the audio or whatever. You know, like I'm very like when it comes to like any of the the stuff that we're not doing regularly, I feel like all right, this is our one shot that we gotta do it perfect, you know, and I put a lot of pressure on myself like it was just me and you if something was fucked up happened now we'll, we'll redo it whatever you know? yeah, no big but,
0: deal because we've done that before too um, um
2: so
1: you should feel that way with me too though you know like about this that podcast like you know I think fans are pretty understanding and if not I mean for the most part I mean hopefully and I don't make a big deal you know you
2: no you're e- you're easy it's just me it's the, the, the pressure that I put on myself I'm just I'm hard on myself so
1: yeah <clears throat> hey, DJ, you're gonna have an amazing day now. <laughs> thank you everyone have a great day
0: we thoroughly appreciate you coming on the podcast and being such a good sport about all the anal and other questions that we had and you know it's not often that we get somebody so comfortable with being so honest about something that's so taboo in the world and uh we hope to have you back on soon for sure
1: i will be so yeah just let me know guys have a great day thank Uh, you All right, bye.
0: All right, so back from our intermission, uh, sadly, Kendra Lust is no longer with us. She had to go do some fitness related things. Um, but we are going to finish out the podcast by answering the questions that were reserved for just PJ and myself. There's not too many of them. Uh, thank you to everybody that sent in questions uh, for Kendra Lust. That was great content Very for good us. Content, we guys. loved all the thank anal you. questions and everything, mm-hmm. um, especially OG Fit. You're yes, man. All right, this next one says. <clears throat> Hey, PJ wanted to start off by saying the podcast has really helped me turn my life back around in terms of fitness goals. I have two questions. One, I have recently been prescribed medication for ADHD. Wanted to know if taking chosen one or halo elite would interact with my medication 2 I'm currently cutting some weight and doing keto. And if an IF intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. would Trojan horse break my fast. Thank you guys so much for all that you do. Instagram, G-A-Q-U-I-L-I-N-O-59.
2: Good questions. The answer to the first one is no. Wait a minute. Yes, there's no interference with the, the, your ADHD medicine and those two products. And the, will Trojan Horse in, in interfere and break your fast? No, it will not.
0: Dope. Quick and easy. This one was kind of confusing me. I read it earlier when I was going through trying to find the Kendra ones. Okay. The subject is just says why. Okay, why? And it says and, – and for everybody that watches the podcast and every week watches me read these questions, and sometimes I sound really dumb reading them, I – I'm reading them exactly the way they're as they're written they, as yeah. exactly as That's they're what written. he's doing. And I, I do try my best if I can see what they meant to improvise as I go through. But sometimes I just can't figure it out. Um, it says my said he takes one pill for his shoulder and it stopped hurting and he gave four pills. I tried it and my shoulder stopped hurting for about two weeks. What's in it that stopped pain?
2: So what I think he's saying is that orthobolic is supposed to be four caps total a day, two, two in the morning, two at night. And he only took one, and it helped his shoulder. And um, it's the synergistic effect of all the ingredients in there, if that's what you are asking me. If you are not asking me that, then I don't know.
0: I, I'm i happy that you said orthobolic because, mm-hmm. honestly, I probably never would have come across that that's. Oh, I inclusion. think that's what it is. So. Because I guess because I've never taken orthobolic. Well, I mean, I have taken it, but I haven't taken it since we first released it. I didn't know that it was four pills. Yeah. Um, all right. It says, hi, for the meal plan, what are seasonings that are okay to use? Salt, pepper, garlic powder, etc. What should I be cooking the protein in? Oil, butter, cooking spray. And do you have to use red wine vinegar or apple cider? Can you eat the salads plain or with anything other than a vinegar? Thanks, Casey Hamilton.
2: You can use any seasoning that has no calories in it. And there's endless amounts. You know, that's how, you know, Mrs. Dash got famous. That's how um, Flavor God got big is, you know, all these different varieties of flavors that you can put on your food. You just got to watch and see if there's any sugar in them because you don't want any of those sugar calories when you're on a ketogenic diet. Now, if you're just trying to get bigger, than it doesn't matter. Um, as far as cooking your food, when you're on a ketogenic diet, it's completely safe to cook your food with oil. And there's different oils that you can use to cook. Um, macadamia oil is great to cook with. Coconut oil, avocado like coconut oil. oil you can cook with all those oils very, very efficiently. It's not really good to cook with extra virgin olive oil because the smoke point is really not high and you'll burn the oil and the food will taste shitty. So now, realistically... On a ketogenic diet, you could use friggin vegetable oil, canola oil, if you want to, because it's still just fats. Those are not necessarily heart healthy um, compared to some of the other ones. But you're still going to be in the right range of macros when you're doing that. If you're trying to keep the calories as restricted as possible, then you would just want to use something like Pam and heat the food up like that. Um, for the salad, apple cider vinegar is going to be your the best thing that you can have. Right. And the reason i'm saying that is there's no calories and there's there's lots of health benefits to it so i give a red wine vinegar option because some people just really don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar but they still want something on their salad you know red wine vinegar you know has a bitter but but good taste the problem with balsamic vinegar is, is there's a little bit of sugar in there that'll wind up potentially if you're eating too much of it throwing you out of ketosis if you're sensitive so you can eat it dry, of course. I mean, if you want, you can salt it or something like that. If you want to add some flavor to it, uh, you don't have to have the vinegars on it.
0: All right. It says, <clears throat> blood work. Hello, PJ. I take HRT from a doctor, about 200 milligrams of sipinate a week. Broke up on Monday and Thursday. I also take half of a, rem- half of a rem- an arimidex a week. My blood work is came back out of whack my blood work is as follows estradiol less than five total estrogen 129 wow. sex hormone binding globulin 30.3 total test free and total 698 liver enzymes i think it's blank uh aspartate aminotrans 157 Did he just write it, or did he actually send the blood work? I think he just wrote it. Let me look at this
2: for a second. Um, I'm sorry for the awkward silence. Um, uh, he wrote this in such a weird way. Yeah. Listen, to the person that sent their blood, blood work in, Frank, send this to me in an email, pjfblacksonlimes.com. Just please send me the actual blood work because I can't really make out the way that you wrote this. I'm sorry. And then I'll, I'll go from there. If what you're asking is if if they tested your AST and ALT and they were in the triple digits, that's not good. Um, that's not going to end your life tomorrow, but it's certainly not good. It means you're not going in a proper direction if you're not taking anything oral they should not be nearly that hard to give you uh i'll give you an example um i just got my uh blood work done and my my numbers were very good my ast and alt were like 45 and you know that's where you want to be that's a great great number to be at now if you double that you really want to watch out and if you're into the triple digits then you really 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 need to start addressing it that's where things like liver care tudca glutathione Uh, Come into play. So send me the email and I'll be able to just if you put the actual blood work in it I'll be able to tell you what you need to do Uh, and I apologize for not being able to answer it perfectly here
0: Next one says can you explain to me the importance of ubiquinol how it works so I can understand the importance
2: It's just uh, the purest form of CoQ10. So uh, CoQ10 is very very important for maintaining proper heart health. So you know there's things that people do addressing the heart from the outside in and that's when they do things like fish oils right because fish oils will help you know your cholesterol levels more but people usually don't do enough to to help the heart from the inside out and that's where the ubiquinol comes in into play i'll tell you a really cool story is i sat on a plane with a uh, world-renowned open heart surgeon it was a really cool experience to sit with this guy and, um, you know, he could tell that I was a bodybuilder juiced out, I'm, I'm sure, and started talking about stuff with me. And then I found out that he was a surgeon and he told me a story of he had a, a man that was on a heart transplant list, only 30 years old, that had just really, really abused himself with uh, steroids and recreational drugs. And he also had a uh, existing condition that obviously didn't help any of that stuff. And so while he was on the transplant list, he put him at a dose of 1500 milligrams of ubiquinol a day. So that's high. Most of the pills are going to be two or 300 milligrams. So after 30 days on the transplant list, they had his blood tested again and his heart was performing dramatically better. And then on day 60, he still wasn't ready for a, a donor yet. There still wasn't a donor in line for him. His heart was functioning so well that they actually took him off the donor list. Now, that is extremely rare, of course, and by no means... Was he trying to say that ubiquinol will make your heart not die when you're having <laughs> these kind of you know, potential like heart failures, but as a doctor after that, he put his whole family on you know higher doses of ubiquinol. I've always taken a higher dose of ubiquinol, and it will just really, really, really help your heart perform better.
0: <clears throat> and that was the Last one for us. It's a pretty
2: important organ, guys. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to slack on the insides. Everybody slacks on the insides. They want to know what's going to get them bigger and and smaller, and they always ask like, "Oh, well, I'm not taking this. Should I not take gear support?" And like, why would you not care about the organs on the inside? I'm I'm most concerned about my organs. Maybe because I've seen a lot of people die at this point. Even but- if
0: you're not taking any anything to put yourself at a detrimental risk of hurting your organs. You you all should know just from existing in the world that like you don't have to smoke cigarettes to yep. get lung cancer. So if you could just take a pill every day to help keep your insides healthy, what individual would not benefit from that? Yeah.
2: It's a no brainer to me. I mean, you know, whether you're really
0: toxic or really healthy, it's probably better to have it.
2: There's plenty of study on that stuff. And, and, and you know, I, I personally like if you're going to supplement your life where if it's important to you to be lean, you're going to supplement with like body you know, fat burners. Right. If it's important to you to be strong, you'll you know, you'll take things to get stronger. But if it's important to you to live a long and healthy life, like why wouldn't you take stuff to help you out there? You know, so I actually double the dose of gear support. And I take other things the Blackstone Lab doesn't even make, you know, for, for my organs because I'm, I'm so concerned. You know, I don't think that I'm going to be so lucky that I'm not going to have any of these ailments at one point. So I want to at least get my body as healthy as it can for as long as it can. And the longer you live, the more risk you have for these things getting fucked up, excuse my language. So I'd rather have it be way later down the road than earlier. And you see a lot of people have heart attacks early these days. So, you know, taking something that's heart healthy
0: is very important. It's, it's younger and younger that people are having these conditions and ailments that we used to only see in 50, 60, 70-year-old yep. people that now you're seeing in 30, 40, 50-year-olds, yeah. and it's shit ain't looking good. So why would you not want to, uh, you know, take a little bit of uh, – just like I asked before about the guns thing, you have car insurance, right? Like, you know bad shit can happen. Why yeah. not take out a little insurance policy? We knew
2: a guy from um, Busybody West that was like 32, I believe, when he told me this, that he had a heart attack, and um, it was from just – Massive amounts of um, caffeine.
0: T- we, we've talked about this yeah. on the podcast before. You start going to that second scoop range, you're looking to get addicted.
2: This guy was having, he said about 12 to 1500 milligrams of caffeine a day. I'm totally kidding about that too. <laughs> For everybody uh, that thinks I'm serious. Like,
0: <laughs> we're going to have questions next week like, more than two scoops is addictive? Well,
2: you know, t- three scoops, even if you spread it out the day, of, of dust V2 would be 1200 milligrams of caffeine. That's a fucking lot of caffeine. It's too much. When you go to get a, a coffee, you know from Dunkin' Donuts, you know depending on the size of your coffee, unless you're getting like a large, you're only going to get about 200 milligrams of caffeine.
0: There's 80 milligrams of caffeine in a standard Red Bull, and and your uh, PTA moms go absolutely insane yeah. about having a single shot of vodka with one of these bad boys, yep. and you're talking about. 1200 milligrams of caffeine yeah i mean you don't need no alcohol no. With it. that shit's just bad Think about it you could drink
2: <laughs> if you drank 10 red bulls that's 800 milligrams of caffeine so this person was doing you know 25 percent, 50 percent more than that that
0: just seems so easy to me like i could easily crush 10 of those right I, now. well
2: if you let's say that there's i think there may be like 200 milligrams on a monster yeah. and so let's say you have like let's say the average person has a cup or two of coffee in the morning and maybe you have a monster midday you're at like 500 milligrams of of caffeine maybe 600 and then if you do a pre-workout maybe up around a thousand but
0: then if you double dose your pre-workout yeah
2: so like it's not hard to get the numbers higher and when you're doing it all the time combined with a couple other things they may not be all that healthy this is what makes me see like younger and younger people having you know heart attacks it it freaks me out that people in their 30s are having heart attacks but more reason you know to take care
0: of yourselves guys so all the more reason to have precaution that you are not one of these examples Somebody's calling me on WhatsApp. What the hell? I don't even know who it is either. Said.
2: Anyway, uh, Generation Iron actually reached out to me on uh, New Year's and said that the Muscle Mogul stuff will be ready pretty soon. So I was going to say, is that ever happening? Very excited about that. They actually reached out to me. Um, I, I made a joke to them once and they were like, there's so much footage to go through. That's why it's been taking a while. But they got uh, my fucking good side. They're, they said they were going to send me something to look at pretty soon, so I'm very excited about that. I hope it's mostly a clip
0: of me. <laughs> Maybe it will be. Jesus.
2: Um, well, I'm done with all the questions. So
0: If you're done with the questions, and I'm done with the questions, and Kendra's done with the questions, and Eric looks like he's ready to kill himself over there in the corner, <laughs> so we're going to end this thing like we always do with a peace out. Bye.